Hot damn, you're listening to Frolicking Chronicles, a Frolic Inc. broadcast. You guys, we are coming from Huntington Beach, where I live, Tamantha, and for the first time, we're actually going to start recording, uh, video recording our podcast, and we want to thank our returning listeners and also our new listeners for joining us. Yes, thank if you. you welcome. bared with us through all of season one, which was, I just had so many favorite moments, but my least favorite moment was having to Zoom. Yes, that was tough, <laughs> but we're grateful Paxton's in better health, and look what it made us yes, uh, create. Yes, Samantha and Paxton, like, spent a lot of time between, I think, online buys and Guitar Center, and oh my gosh, Paxton really helped me in the office to just kind of, I'm kicking off my shoes right now, uh, get these shelves, get new flooring. I This is a workshop studio, the by the way. Lamp that's above uh, thank that's you. That's my brass lamp. I've had it forever since my Stephanie Lane days. Oh. <laughs> We're learning. We are. So, yes, this is our first time we've been together in quite some time, and especially learning tech. It is not my strong suit, and we You're kind of are doing all of it on our own. So Yes. Um, except for when Jaden jumps in. Editing. Everything. Yes. By the way, can you show off those gorgeous earrings? We're going to be talking about oh ghost gosh. stories, our personal ghost stories today. And if you've been wondering what's been keeping us occupied while we've been on hiatus, basically, mm-hmm. uh, I've been producing a show called Summer Spook Nights. And big thank you to Louise Arnold of Dreadfully Cute Designs. And Samantha right now is rocking one of our favorite vendors. Yes. Uh, X Odd Generation on Instagram. Yeah, and she knows all this, the vendors so well. Oh I just, gosh. you know, actually, Sophia, my daughter, earring. she pointed it out. She said, Mom, you have to get these because I also read tarot at these events under the handle madam t oda inspired by madam leota of the haunted mansion because guys that is my favorite ghost story because it's so interactive and it is basically a culmination of several imagineers that brought on if you have disney plus i highly recommend uh, watching the show behind we all use scenes disney Plus. yeah i well, <laughs> sophia has hers i oh, like his oh, yeah. hbo max oh, HBO. but he but he uh anyways but on disney plus haunted mansion behind the scenes it it really goes into depth how that ride came I to be it. so in spirit of that because we have been revisiting our cocktail segments as well we do have a little sweet cocktail that we need to get into because it's melting it's melting, and we cheers, me, cheers, sister. sis, to season two, to season two. Mm. Mm-hmm. My garnish just fell in it. Can be crunching on that sugar now. I'm gonna give it a little stir too. I like that idea. Okay, so what's in this drink here? You guys know we're super fans of Empress Gin. It is one and a half ounce Empress Gin. A half ounce of lemon, a quarter ounce of orange juice, a half ounce of honey syrup, which by the way, I've never pretty had honey simple to make. Before. It was really good. Honey syrup. Basically, instead of doing a simple syrup out of equal parts sugar and water, you're going to do equal parts honey and water, 
boil it, simmer it till it comes to a nice little consistency, cool it off, and it is perfect sweetener for your drink, especially if you're looking for something more raw or natural. I love it. I think that's a good idea. So then you're going to take all those ingredients, put them in your shaker, shake it up, pour it, and top it off with soda water. We use lime LaCroix in ours and or, you know, whatever you got that's sparkly. And how I rimmed the glass was basically taking three colors of sugar, pink, purple, and blue. It's kind of getting that little I love it. vibe. Match, it matched my earrings. I was coordinating with my I, earrings. I'm so happy about this drink because not only did we record a... Uh, IGTV or Reels for Instagram, so you can check that out on at Frolic Inc. You can also now check out our TikTok Paranormal Cocktails and TikTok. Logan. We're doing yeah, it. We're doing it. I've been kind of resistant. I am a granny when it comes to that, and I, and I'm totally fine with it in my personal life. <laughs> I feel like for us who are in Gen X. There's been so many social media things to learn to keep up with, right? I it's, mean, it's work. It started with. MySpace, then Facebook, then Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, I mean, so, you know, I think for a second we were at the Snapchat. And then uh, we don't hardly ever do that. And then TikTok. It's just a lot to kind of, I don't know, you influences out there that are doing it all, bravo to you. Because it is, it's another full-time job on top of your regular job. I think so. And then people getting, like, creative with the transitions. And there's just, like, a whole There's an artistry to it. Yes. That's a great word. It is artistry. I think there's an artistry to it. And content creators, I I value them. And they're, hey, look, I've gotten, just for the research of our own TikToks, I've gotten kind of wrapped into, oh, dang, 45 minutes just went by. And I've been looking at a bunch of TikToks. Because they have it for everything. Yeah. That sounds like my roller derby moms, which, by the way... Uh, Sarah, that's one of the newest Derby moms. She's the one who really said, you need to get on TikTok. So get on TikTok. You. Okay. Well, we're going to try it. Let us know what you think. Uh, in the meantime, definitely still follow us on Instagram, Frolic Inc. And at Frolic Inc. Chronicles. So season two, here we are. And when this airs, it's going to be October, the first week of October, just before our birthday. I love it. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you can just lower your mic a little bit because this is going to be on our YouTube channel. I want to make sure. Oh, I see you want to see my face? I'm just showing. I'm just like my earring showing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that side profile. Um. Okay. So, where are we at? I think it's time to get into it. We did okay. our cocktail, and now we're gonna try and get into these ghost stories. Now, guys, I thought ghost stories would be great. You know. We have a couple of our own ghost stories. You guys may have seen our recent post of my NOLA little bit at Mariel's, which, thank goodness, everybody survived. Ida, mm-hmm. the French Quarter, is is doing all right. Yeah, so, that. actually, you know what I did? What did you do? So, on Facebook, uh, Lafayette's Blacksmith Bar, they're like, come on in and buy a drink, you know, support so-and-so's bartenders. Say, hey, do you guys got a Venmo? Like, I, I just love to buy a virtual drink because I'm not planning to be there till Mardi Gras. Right? So, yeah. So now I, buy one for the house. I'm just kidding. Hey, no. They're going to be broke. <laughs> Chronicles going to buy a round. But first, I'd have to call the bar and be like, how many, how many people, people got in there? How many people are in there? <laughs> totally. What's your cheapest drink? Can't do the purple drink for everybody. No, that's so great. I actually love, love their hurricanes. Yeah. Okay. So, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. Once again, the reason why we're talking about ghost stories is because there is a deep connect as to why we're in the paranormal game in the first place. We have had 
paranormal experiences from the time I can remember, if not even, uh, dare I go there, a little bit of a psychic connection on some levels. And I can share a story uh, when it's my turn to speak, but don't let me forget to talk about Grandma well, think, and Grandpa. I think you should definitely go into it now. Do you really? Why? It's fresh on your like... mind. Or you want me to tell you the history of ghosts and why? No, or... let's, let's, let's do that a little bit because okay. I wanted you to talk about Stephanie Lane yeah. last season and we never really had an opportunity to do it. And when you live with skeptics, you know, because of course we're of Catholic upbringing, so there is supernatural vibes all around in Catholicism. So mm-hmm. for us, we kind of just... We've always just been around it. So when you marry somebody who's not religious, yeah, which is Tamantha's husband, and I would say my husband too. He's not doesn't really believe in organized religion. He's always been super supportive. Um, it's summertime in Huntington Beach, and we had all the windows and doors open. <laughs> There's a little critter flying around. There, I here. know. I, I feel see like Tamantha's eyes like looking. Like, I try not to get distracted by it, and then I'm wondering: Is the fan too loud? Should I lower it to speed? You think I should lower it to speed? Oh, I, I wasn't even hearing hear it. I can hear okay, the fan. Okay, she can hear the fan. This isn't one thing. Tamantha has a beautiful house in Huntington Beach. Oh, that was on low. That was on low. Okay. <laughs> However, if any of our listeners are from HB, you guys get this. The, the houses don't have air conditioning. So for Not in me, 1969. Yeah. So for myself in the Inland Empire, every house has air conditioning. Yeah. So today isn't the day to do the whole MAC makeup you know, well, I guess it could stay on your face if you're using mag makeup. Yeah, it's it cooler off. out here. Uh, the humidity, I think, is what gets me from time sure, to time. So. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I know we were talking about Stephanie Lane and a couple of things that happened there. I'm going to get into that. Uh, you have one with Grandma and Grandpa, you were saying? I have a couple with Grandma and Grandpa. Okay. I have one of my personal experiences when Mom and Dad got married. Oh, that's right. And then I might have shared this one last season where they came to visit Betty in a dream when she was about three. Well, let me just, um, do we want to go right into the ghost Yeah, let's story? do it. Okay. So, are you going to start? No, you start. I have my tell, little notes. Tell us the history, history notes. Okay. Sis, tell me, tell you the history what? Of, you want to talk about your fun facts or your trivia? Okay, or so I just want to say, so, okay, because you were saying, I'm, I'm obviously handsy here. Okay, so... Because you were saying about people have superstitions and or don't necessarily always believe in ghosts, we have uh, skeptics. That's what you were saying. You were saying about Eric. He's he doesn't believe in. No, Eric does believe. He doesn't. He's not really into organized religion. Yes, and and I feel like a but lot. He is of, a believer. He is God fearing. I feel like a lot of men and like when they grow up, they end up not being or or. I don't know. Paxton's not really either. I find it's more a community with women. I mean, there is guys who believe in it and stuff. Obviously, you have great pastors at your, your oh, job. Oh, the pastors at yeah. Solid Ground Ranch, Cucamonga. That's where it's at. I love that. Yeah. But, okay, we won't get too much into that. But what I will tell you is the history of ghosts. Since ancienttimeshistory.com, this was updated on June 10th, 2019. Original October 29th, 2009. Tales of spirits who return from the dead to haunt the places they left behind have figured prominently in folklore of many cultures around the world. A rich subset of these tales involve historical figures ranging from queens and politicians to writers and gangsters, many whom died early, violent, or mysterious deaths. Mm -hmm. What is a ghost? The concept of a host, also known as a specter, 
is based on the ancient idea that a person's spirit exists separately from this or her body and may continue to exist after that person dies. Because of this idea, many societies began to use funeral rituals as a way of ensuring that the dead person's spirit would not return to haunt the living. Terror and anxiety. I want to mention that NPR.org did a click if you dare 100 favorite horror stories on August 16, 2018, and our beloved Frankenstein and Dracula made the list, including our current read, The Shining. Okay. Yes, there was a great list of books to read that I'm sure to revisit. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just wanted to pop that in there because it was a list of ghost stories and basically horror. And we are on point, sister, because we are season one, episode 26, Frankenstein, a.k.a. the Damon, Witch, the Devil, and episode 20, My Darling Dracula. I love Check it. Check it out because ghost stories kind of go with the folklore of monsters. So here we are in October. Well, I honestly don't know how you could be from Southern California and not appreciate the horror uh, aspect of Universal Studios and what they brought to the table in the golden era of Hollywood Mm -hmm. type of thing. So for me, it was a natural fit. And now look at uh, all the accolades. I mean, people are getting into it. Mm -hmm. I think so. Um, It kind of feels like we're living in a a true horror flick at times, which is going through the pandemic and changing everything, right? (laughs) Anyways... But I do want to say the reason that I did cho- chose the Empress Leota cocktail was because my true favorite ghost story. Like, do you have a ghost story that's not your own that's your favorite? Well, I've never thought about it. Okay. Mine is actually The Haunted Mansion, and it's based off of a bride that gives her husband the axe, and she does this on repeat. Wait a minute. Pretty creepy for a Disneyland ride. Okay, wait. Are you saying that the Disney Imagineers pulled it from a real, actual ghost story? That's based in truth inspired. because that's a big thing now where it's like inspired by true well, events. And I have to say, I I can't confidently say that it was based on a true bride that killed all her husbands with the axe. Hello. But when you get into that attic scene. the axe murder. Right. But also, you want to... Uh, it's also kind of like the ghost of a sea captain also haunts it. And the other story... There's like stories within stories in the Haunted Mansion story. So... There's a sea captain that allegedly uh, buried his wife alive by building her within the bricks. Pretty creepy for Disneyland. I'm just going to say that. That's a backstory that you can find somewhere online from like a Disney blogger or something. The Duchessofdisneyland.com has the backstory of the bride. And um, according to Mental Floss, I mean, there's just several things. So so let me just get into my little notes here so that. Um, so I think we had. Oh, sorry. Let me re. Pretty creepy for Disneyland ride. I think we just have a fascination with the unknown or the mystery realm. Places like the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland bring fun and fear. See, I I think that's why I like it. Killer combo. If you want something fun, watch Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy and behind the attraction Haunted Mansion on Disney+, Plus, which The Rock is an executive producer on. Wait, wait. I know, your man The Rock. He's an executive producer on the Haunted Mansion Disney? Yeah, behind the attraction. Okay, oh. That's crazy. Oh, Behind the Attraction. The okay, I was saying the Eddie Murphy film, it's shocking how many people actually haven't seen that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a, a sleeper. I think there's one coming out. And I wouldn't office. even go as far as sleeper hit because obviously I don't think it got the accolades as like Hocus Pocus or mm-hmm. whatever. But for us, it's a But even Hocus house. Pocus was a bomb. Well, in the because theater. it came out in this Now summertime. it's a cult film. And by the way, they are making Hocus Pocus part two for Disney Plus. So, hey. 
Okay, but according to Mental Floss, the walkthrough would consist of maids and butlers acting as guides and leading guests while revealing the story behind the mansion involving a sea captain and his bride. On WDWHints.com, 2012, 07, July, uh, the story, many years ago, Master Gracie and Emily were engaged, but Madame Leota was also in love with Master Gracie. Leota believed that if Emily were gone, Master Gracie would then fall in love with her Wait, and they could get see? married. Well, let me finish. On Master Gracie and Emily's wedding day, Leota killed Emily and put her body in a trunk and put the trunk in the attic of the mansion. Well, Master Gracie was so distraught over Emily's death that he hung himself. You know, when you're in that, that elevator, and you look up. Madame Leota was left to haunt the mansion after she presumably died of old age. I don't know. Explanation of the ride. Did you know that you become the 1,000th happy haunt within the mansion? The ride begins with you entering this haunted house many, many years after these three have died. As you enter, you think you see the pictures on the walls following you are changing in the first room. Then you walk into the stretching room and you're still not sure if your eyes are playing tricks on you or not. Suddenly the lights go out and when you look up, you see the hanging body of Master Gracie. I mean, come on, as little kids, it was uh, terrifying. And I remember when I remember we went to Disneyland... With Auntie One time Teddy. with, uh, no, mom had a, like a home savings night and, and, you know, like cheaper tickets, but they wouldn't let us go on that ride because as increase, you were scared. No. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've locked I do. it out of my mind. I don't remember. Going. I do remember that. So, um, anyways, I don't want to get into the whole two more paragraphs reading off my cheat sheets here, but this, you know, the Haunted Mansion, I'm all about it. It's I love favorite. the Haunted Mansion. I don't feel like I've gone to Disneyland without having visited Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Let that be known. I just, I like New Orleans Square. So mm-hmm. it spoke to me mm-hmm. and I, I'm all about it. Agreed. I think Elaine's right. going to have the best time being retired in California. <laughs> so getting some Disney passes. At least for his first year. Mm-hmm. All right. So Haunted Mansion, obviously a cult favorite. Mm-hmm. I think so. So, I kind of feel like you should tell us about your ghost story. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if it's really a ghost story as much as a paranormal experience. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I think you have ghost stories where a ghost comes in the night or something. Or mm-hmm. you have um, activity mm-hmm. in your house. Where mine's more of a... Like a haunting... Yeah, and mine was not like that. Mine was more of a paranormal type of anticipating the future maybe something like that but i think you need to talk about stephanie lane okay stephanie lane garden grove california uh pax and i bought at the time it was a three-bedroom house i believe again an older home it was built in 1957 and uh we had bought it after let me see there was a family that lived there i think they said 27 years and uh they were moving on the husband actually was a widower. His wife had passed away from lupus. She didn't die in the house, uh, but she had died while they lived there. And the older sons were graduated high school at that point. One was joining the service and, you know, they, they were just moving on. So anyways, we got the house. Well, let me get into this. In spring of 2004, my husband and I bought a new home. I actually hadn't seen it, but we were working with a realtor from our purchase before, so I trusted them both. So the reason I'm telling you is that because 
I didn't get to walk in the house and I get to feel a vibe. I don't remember. I was actually at your house when Paxton saw the house and was like putting an offer. Really? I remember that, yeah. We were one of those that moved less than two miles from where we were at, a townhouse to a cute 1957 one-story home. We celebrated Sophia's first birthday there. It's where she began to walk in our most wonderful elementary school memories. Yes. But gosh, I'm trying to remember how old Sophia was, but I'm thinking she was a toddler. She began having what most would call night terrors. Paxson would find her just frozen standing in a corner sometimes. Yes, like Blair Witch style. I asked Sophia one night before bed, and I can still see her sweet little face in her old bed near her old nightstand. She actually had Christina's old furniture, her godmother. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yep, Christina handed that down to, to her. And I asked her something like, does anything bother you when you're sleeping? And she replied, sometimes I feel something touching my hair, but I just try to ignore it. And she was little, like... I'm guessing she was, like, four. I'm thinking four years old also. I know she was able to walk and stuff. So, now, I will tell you sometimes, I would actually hear my name being called after we moved in, and I would just ignore that, too. I never answer when I hear my name. But as you remember, Ronnie and none of my sisters, as you guys have said, they never felt anything when they walked into the house. You know, maybe just warm and loving, which... Which, I mean, it was a warm and loving energy. Anyway, one night, we woke up to the most blood-curdling scream. It was Sophia. We jumped out of our bed and ran to her room. Paxton went in first and flipped on the lights. Sophia was standing up frozen at the foot of her bed, just screaming. I quickly scooped her into my arms and turned to leave as Paxton had just done. I was following Paxton out of the room. I wasn't even past the door jam, and can I can remember this as clear as day. I am holding Sophia, and as I am about just in front of the door jam, I feel something hit my elbow. Wow. Okay. My elbow just gets smacked. I just felt that spook run down my body. I probably prayed a bunch of her, Our Fathers and Hail Mary after yeah. that. Anyways, I eventually found some time to talk with our neighbor. They were really close friends. We knew that the lady had lived there before with her husband and two boys had passed away from lupus. Um, The mom had passed away from lupus, not the two boys. She smoked and drank. Like, she would sneak out on the side of the house and, like, you know, have her cigs and stuff. She wasn't supposed to. (laughs) I kind of like her. I know. She sounded kind of fun. (laughs) Actually, I'll be honest. All my PTA friends knew her. And anyways, but my neighbor ended up telling me that Sophia's room was her favorite son's room. Mm. Yeah. So, sometimes I would go in there by myself when Sophia was at preschool just to see if I liked anything, you know? I mean, you seem like, uh, what's, what's the names, uh, Ed and Lorraine, like, where oh, they just kind of yeah. sit there and, like, what's going on in this room? So, that's what I did. And then, finally, I think I just eventually, you know, after I'm holy watering and smudging or whatever, I just say, Connie, this is not your house anymore. This is my daughter's room. This is not your child's room. Be gone. I, I Something like that. Yeah. And then I feel like stuff like kind of had simmered down. Now, is it in your notes or not in your notes about Paxton? Yes. Because he is a skeptic. Paxton is a huge skeptic. In fact, he didn't even want me to include his name. He said, refer to me as your husband when you tell the story. <laughs> no way. You know. Paxton, Paxton, Paxton. <laughs> my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law. Yes. <laughs> 
So we, yes, somebody, yes. Oh gosh. Okay. I'm a little bit hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Anyways. Okay. So now my husband doesn't like to talk about this very much, but he had his own experience one night. I wasn't home. I think the kids and I were at your place, Ronnie, actually. We used to go hang out with you a bit. Anyway, he ended up next door to the neighbors. We had these awesome large driveways. I mean, I'm serious. You could fit like seven cars in my driveway. It was such an awesome big driveway. It wasn't uncommon for us to sit around the fire pit, have a couple drinks, and, you know, shoot the S-H-I-T, as we would say in the Coast Guard. That night, my husband did just that. When he had had enough, he went to bed. He said, I was sleeping and then woke up because I felt like my leg was being burnt. Jumped out of bed and looked at his leg. It looked like he had been burnt by a cigarette. That's crazy. Now, remember when I told you Connie smoked? Yep, yep, yep. Well, she was notorious for sneaking outside and, you know, doing stuff she wasn't supposed to do. So for me, who knows? Maybe Paxton stayed out too long. Connie. Yep. But yeah, so he, um, yeah. So sometimes you'll hear him talk about it a little bit, and then other times, you know, he'll downplay it. I think it depends on, you know, what mood he's in or who's around. That is just so crazy. Because, I mean, I do believe that houses have a certain amount of energy. And I remember my girlfriend, Angela, from my college days, uh, came to my house one time, and she said, the one in uh, Brine Circle in Riverside, and she said, oh, this house is just full of love like she could just feel it Mm -hmm. you know and we we really do only have great memories from from being you know uh, on brian circle but i have to say your story did make me think of my favorite ghost story oh good so you do have a favorite i do have a favorite ghost story but it didn't happen to me it happened to our mom oh yes so our mom grew up in detroit michigan and she lived in a Polish uh, area. In fact, her we call her the wicked stepmother, Anne, yeah. um, of Polish descent. And the house that our mom grew up in basically was a generational home. So Anne yeah. had inherited it and this, that, and the other. And I think we did share in our uh, last season that our mom did suffer some severe traumas. Mm-hmm. And we won't go into our mom's story because, you know, That's it's our story. mom's story. One day maybe she'll be on the podcast. But, you know, some of that stuff is like, Samantha and I just have to roll in it, you know, roll with it, basically. Because, uh-huh. you know, we lo- we love our mom dearly. And, I mean, but it's, it's kind of awesome to say, like, your mom grew up in Detroit. <laughs> just, like, by eight miles. It makes me, feel, makes me feel tougher. Okay. So, in this house, um, I think I, it's okay to say that my mom did suffer uh, from some physical abuse. Her her stepmother was a belligerent alcoholic mm-hmm. and would get into these fits of rage. And unfortunately, our grandpa, uh, Grandpa Albert, died when our mom was 14. And her stepmother would use that as fuel to drink and to mm-hmm. blame our mother for that, which our mom had nothing to do with her dad's death. Death. It was just devastating for mm-hmm. her because he was diagnosed with leukemia and legit two weeks later passed away. He was like 36. So when our mom was coming up on her 36th birthday, that was even it's a, a lot of trauma emotional uh, situation. So uh, some years ago, mom and us were sitting down and we were kind of rethinking how mom ended up here in California. Mm-hmm. And she said after um, 
Keep in mind, our mom was 14 when she came to Oh, Southern I know. California. That's always, like, I mean, so like, crazy to me. So not too, I would say within months of her dad passing, she made this very distinct and very brave decision to just get yeah, out of west, there. get out of that house, and actually move in with our great-grandma, Georgia, who we who we love. We had a great relationship and with And she hardly knew her, right? She I hardly mean, knew that's her. That's the thing. That she had given spectacular. up our grandfather um, for adoption, like, years and years ago. So it was really just on faith. You know, mom was just hoping things would, would work, work out. out. So um, the house in Detroit, the generational home, mm-hmm. uh, after... A very severe um, beating. And when I say severe, guys, I'm saying, like, our mom had almost every, if not every, bone in her body broken by this woman. I mean, she has a metal plate and, and one of her behind her ear. Um, she has has lost hearing. I mean, we're talking, like, significant, you know, stuff. And back in the day where Child Protective Services really no, didn't No, and your neighbors up. just try to mind their own business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's actually... That kind of hit me hard when mom was kind of, like, getting in touch with her old pals. And they would actually tell, like, some of their horrific memories of what mom was contending with. So, in this generational home, um, our mom would oftentimes hear in the attic, after her dad passed, her name being called. She'd also hear spirits telling our mom that she needed to get out. Right. Get out. Get away, this type of thing, you know, playing her albums. She got that encouragement from the other realm to leave. I would say yes, Mm -hmm. definitely so. And so the one story that I remember specifically mom telling me is that she had endured this one of Anne's fits of drunken rage and it without getting into the details of it, um, it was it was bad. And so mom had gone upstairs to recoup and she was laying on her bed and once Anne started to come to Obviously feeling guilty and, and, you know, regret. Yeah. Um, went upstairs and sat on mom's bed, from what I understand, and started to apologize. Simultaneously, as she was starting to apologize, mom's crucifix that hung above her bed flew off the wall and almost hit Anne like Two inches that would away scare from her the face. Jesus out of me. Yeah, as I'm so, looking at my own cru- crucifix. <laughs> but it was like Office. I think these generational spirits, mm-hmm. like saying, "Shut the f up!" Like, like get right. your act together. You know, mm-hmm. um, we don't believe you or something like this. Right. So, our mom actually had a lot of these different um, experiences, but that's the one that always stayed oh, with gosh. me. Gosh, yeah, the whole idea of it, right? Mm-hmm. The oh. whole idea of it. Yeah, so creepy. so crazy. So I would say that probably goes down as my my favorite ghost story. Well, it's pretty good and it's pretty personal. Yeah, and that's why when people are skeptics or they, you know, hem and haw about this stuff, I mean, our mom would have no reason to lie to us, you know, no. make a, a theatrics out of out of something. So yeah, it, I just I believe that ghosts are energy too. Mm-hmm. It's you know repeat it. energy on repeat you know that's why you're if you're in an old jail cell you're going to hear the creaks and what have you and you know like in new orleans that was a thing and then they got new computers in there and then the energy wave got disrupted and then they didn't hear the jail cells like they used to anymore and i just kind of feel like that's a big thing even taking it back to disneyland you know walt's apartment and you know people who've 
been in some of those special areas of Disneyland and, you know, just kind of having experiences there. If, right. There's actually little YouTubes of spirits showing up and on rides and things. It's crazy. Well, and your Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. also, too, has its own real ghosts from either uh, Imagineers that have passed away and come back to that attraction. There, There is. Yeah, I want to look at that on like. YouTube. And, hey, put it in, your, in the comments if you know of one or something. Because yeah. I didn't have a lot of time or, you know, I kind of maybe I forgot about it. Like, I wrote it down and then I didn't revisit it. But... Yeah, I just think that it's a lot of energy that, you know, kind of happens. To me, and maybe because I'm looking at these gorgeous earrings that you got from from Lacey of X Odd Generation, it's reminding me of um, what you do for me over at the barn, Summer Spook Nights. Do you care to elaborate on one of your readings that you had given to a young woman and because the barn's not original to the house. It's not original to the property. The city built the barn behind the Chafee No, but are you talking house. about the one that was moving? Planning yes, to move? Okay. yes. So she wasn't necessarily young. So, okay. So what Ronnie's referring to is the summer spook nights. And I read tarot cards as, you know, basically like your guys' resident tarot card reader yes. for the most part. The board so, trusts her. Yeah. Board knows and try and conjure up some weirdness. I ain't trying to conjure up anything. Hustle and, people. Yes, exactly. So I always kind of have the caveat that, you know, I'm not claiming to be psychic or a medium. I'm just going to read the cards and, you know, let's just see what, what they come out and say. So, so I'm reading these cards and I do remember uh, the moon card came up. And so I'm talking to her. And there was two other cards. I can't remember what they were. But I basically go into this stuff like, well, I feel I'm kind of seeing like you're in a new phase. And I mean, I don't know. If you want to move to New Mexico, just move to New Mexico. I I don't know why I said that, you guys. This woman practically started to tear up. Oh, my gosh. She was a widow finding herself in a new phase of her life and had been considering Moving. moving out of state and New Mexico was on her list. How crazy. Because I now, don't even think you've ever been to New Mexico. I have not. I have I been, want by to the way. Because I, I hear it. the food is amazing. Yes. Um, Probably for Most me. <laughs> Californians recently that I know that are moving uh, or leaving California for cheaper living and no taxes or what have you are going to Idaho and or Arizona. Arizona is mm-hmm. a big one. Mm-hmm. I don't know many people that go to New Mexico. So for it to pop in my head like that, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I ain't claiming, but something happened. Something, I think so. Something. Maybe I know it moved you enough that, that you told me that night. Yeah, you know that 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 had taken place. It did. You know? It did. So crazy. So what paranormal experiences have you guys had? What kind of ghost stories are they? Ones that you've read about that just stuck with you? Did you have the personal experience or like me, where? You know, my mom's story has stayed with me for so yeah. many years. And like I said, it's, um, I'm obviously open to ghosts and that mm-hmm. realm and everything. However, I I really don't have one. I mean, outside of us, like, being seven years old and living in that small little apartment, I feel like that was one oh, of my first yeah. Uh, I still remember that green squiggly thing I saw pass through the wall. Yes. I remember it like it was yesterday. It's I forgot so crazy. about that. And then mom said that the the boy or the young man had committed suicide in the apartment next door. 
By using I the think oven she or was, something. Yeah, I think that was the Arcadia apartment. So it was yes. a different uh, apartment complex because the one that we had this experience mm-hmm. at seven years old was actually, I believe, in El Monte. Oh. So we were we were there, and it was after mom, or probably just at the height of her second divorce, I'm okay. guessing. And we had these twin beds in this room. So, you know, one twin bed's up against one wall, one twin bed's up mm-hmm. against the other. And I remember I had a hard time sleeping, and... I remember having something rub my back and like... Oh, yes, in Almani. We were like five years old, maybe. Maybe a little older. I think we were already at um, Our Lady of Annunciation. So we were at Perugia School already. I think we were in second grade, actually. Mm. And um, mom says, oh, no, that was probably just me. But why why would I carry mom's tune like... It was, like, very, like, it wasn't singing. It was, like, a very, and I remember being, like, scared to, like, roll over and, you know, open my eyes. And when I finally braved up to do it, I I jetted across the bedroom, jumped on, because your bed seemed higher than mine for whatever reason. And I jumped up on. my collarbone in. Your your bed, and um, I I remember asking you, do you see them? Do you see yeah. them? And I remember seeing the shape of of one that looked taller, and then several smaller ones behind that Super entity could have and been going some into. Right? Right? I know. Okay, I did have an alien experience. That's different. But we, um, I saw them going through the closet like going mm-hmm. to the closet and I remember asking you do you see them do you see them and you're like I see them I see them and then we saw that big squiggly thing like yeah. went right into our yeah. and this is pretty we were, we were scared frozen or like afraid to scream I don't know it just was like well I how think we both trying to like see that it was crazy. Yeah, we were, I just think we were witnessing it. It was mm. just, you know, one of those things. And for us also, I will say, um, I remember looking at you and uh, and did you just see that? And and we did. And it's something that both of you and I really, you know, remember. And this is, by the way, pre-Poltergeist days. Like, we hadn't seen that Free film, everything. So when I had seen Poltergeist years later, I said, holy Hannah, that's what we saw. So, you know, they don't pull the that silver. Yes, yes, yes. You yes. know what movie I've been thinking about rewatching is The Entity. That one was Oh, that was That was a long time ago. I know, it's 80s. Shoot. Well, we are on the 80s kick. We're in the 80s kick. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's because our friends at Mystic have the slash back video store or and I don't know, Camp just nostalgic. It's all good. Yeah. I'm so proud of them, by the way. It's all good. They're but lots of good stuff happening this second season. Uh Gosh, you guys, it's kind of weird to, like, I keep looking over and seeing ourselves on, you know, the iPad and not used to that. You guys get to see all my notes. So I'm good. such a nerdy You guys, nerd. we're, we're in the, the heat of reading uh, The Shining. The Shining. So you can see that. Yes. So please, um, there's still time uh, to, to do both to read, our books. To do both our books. We, we got through Dune, and oh my gosh, you guys, we cannot wait for October 22nd. By the way, Jaden says we're going to Irvine, so if you guys live in the Orange County area and you guys want to do a meetup, like, let us know. Like, we're going to be rolling out to That's Irvine. At the Spectrum? Yeah. Sweet. That's how I understand it from Jaden. That is the newest IMAX theater okay. in our areas. So that's nice. what we'll be rolling out to. Maybe we'll have an overnight. I'm only like 15 minutes or so from Irvine. Yeah, we'll have to mm-hmm. think about it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, 
it, I'll be done with all my, my extra work, right? <laughs> Sleepy Hollows October The 22nd 16th. is a Friday night. That's what I yeah. know. Guys, by the time this airs, we'll be in the heat of our Sleepy Hollow uh, event at the Etiwanda Historical Society. If there are tickets still available, you guys need to get some. Yeah. It's going to be all outdoors. Uh, we are heavily... Um, respecting CDC guidelines and going kind of above and beyond, but we actually have a small production of Sleepy Hollow and our cousin Tony so plays exciting. Ichabod. It's so cool. Yeah, you can see my husband is Brom. Yeah, my husband plays the magistrate. Oh, yeah, Tony brought in all of them. <laughs> it's a family affair. Yes. <laughs> Come see me. I'll read your cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the barn. In the barn. Well, I think that kind of it wraps, wraps up it up. I mean, episode one. Episode one is done, and I'm so excited about this whole new journey in season two. Every time every, we try and get a little bit better and uh, a little bit more techie, <laughs> which does not come naturally for us. <laughs> no. If there's an episode that you guys have an idea, something that we've said that, you know, turned on a switch. Hit the comments below. Tell us what you'd like us to talk about. You guys know we are all about New Orleans. We're all about historic sites. Um, we actually went to Santa Ana recently. And oh, we'll do you want to talk about, about those? About yeah, we'll talk about that. The whole... Wa- the whole. <laughs> the how. <laughs> the how waffle. Oh, that that drink already got to me. Yeah. Uh, the how waffle house in Santa Ana. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think... Um, we should just make that its own episode yes, because I we can so kind too. of talk about how they have been at one point they were doing the ghost walks in that area, mm-hmm. but because of all the construction that's happening, she's it's had to, safe yeah, to it's just it. not safe yeah. to have all the, the pedestrians. Yeah, I want to do that too. I want to yeah. go out there. We Same. love supporting, support your local ghost tour and, uh, haunted bars. Yeah. And because Fullerton was doing it too at one point. Yeah, they yeah. were, they were. Okay guys. Well, uh, this is it. Um, Ladies and gents, uh, boys and girls, I don't know. I, you know, welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. I'm going to, whatever I have left in this glass, I'm going to well, say. Well, I'm about to eat all the sugar wait, off the edge. I feel like it's like a the, special she, little treat candy. Don't, don't deny me. Oh, where's he? Ah! <laughs> that was like the biggest gulp ever. <laughs>